I'm dropping my video. For bandwidth or what what are we doing? That's kind of what we were thinking. Oh. Is there a delay? It seems to be working pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I just didn't want it to be distracting either because if it's a bunch of visual jokes, it's not going to work well for the podcast. Of course, not that the podcast is going to work very well anyway. I was going to say you got pretty high hopes there. James is here, or at least his bot logged in. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? No. Well, I can't hear you. What? Hello? What? I figured we'd just treat this like a regular conference call where everybody's like, all right, I'm here, and nobody's muted, and <laughs> <laughs> everybody talk over each other. So we're not allowed to mute it when we have to go take a bathroom break, right? Yeah, you leave that one live. You mute it when you're supposed to answer questions. Oh, right. Gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. I was just going to leave porn on in the background the whole time. I think Marshall's got something Irish in that mug. Unfortunately not. You try, you're still trying to work your way through that bad cider you came up with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I, uh, yeah, that kind of ticked me off. So I sanitized the carboys. I put all the pectic enzyme in and all the camped in it and all that stuff in the in in them and i cap them off and i put them in the back of the wife's car because she's going to go and get them filled up and uh like a week and a half later i jump into the into the blazer and i hear these things clinking around in the back and i'm like you never took them up there because i would wait waiting for them to call me back telling me to come pick them up right and she goes no i i missed it and sorry yada yada oh okay well no big deal. And so they called me like that weekend and still hadn't taken them out of the back of the blazer. And, uh, I was like, well, just go get them filled up and we'll just see what happens. Man, that was the wrong decision because, uh, five gallons of it was obviously bad when I was bottling it and I had to dump it out. And then the other stuff seemed okay at first, but, uh, after it's been sitting for a while, it's pretty bad. So I haven't thrown it all out yet, but I know it's all bad. In fact, let me go get one and we'll do a reaction video. I'll be right back. <laughs> These uh, reaction videos are all the all the rage with the young folk I'm hearing. Now, what's he grabbing? A Tide Pod? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to do the, the Mentos thing with the Tide Pod and some hard cider. That would definitely make you spew. He's going to start <laughs> something new. He's going to get the, the acid that he has to pull into his, pour into his pond every now and then to... Gonna try to take a swig of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting serious. Yeah, got right. our gigantic glass here. I don't know what this means. Does anybody know German? Hey, I know a guy. Hi. Okay, we're gonna see if it's carbonated. So I'm gonna get this real close to the microphone. Oh, I heard it. Doesn't smell too bad. This is why I haven't just thrown it all out. I'm holding out hope. Hope against all odds. So far, so good. Looks pretty. Mm. Yeah, it's a little, a little off. All right, chug, chug it. Chug. That chug, looks like chug. what I found when I left the cats locked in the basement last week. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed yeah. that couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of just smells like somebody left uh, some sweaty gym socks in with some apples. Oof. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh. 
Mm, that's one way to get yeast. So nice and smooth at first. Sharp, acidic, vomitous. Yeah, a little bit of that. But it doesn't go right to the back of your throat. It's kind of more up here. And, uh, man, there's a aftertaste that's sour. Whew. All right, so that's pretty gross. Um, it takes a couple minutes for that uh, to really bloom into um, a cornucopia of uh, nasty. Yeah. Cronucopia? Mm-hmm. A, yeah, a cornucopia of nasty. Bingo. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Forget bats. Just go straight for this stuff. Okay. When I was a I was a kid, my old man used to make cider and he'd store it in dubious places like the the shed and stuff. <laughs> and he'd say it was still good to drink, but it was so fizzy. It uh, you know, <laughs> made my 8-year-old self a little giggly, so <laughs> Well, he survived it, so, you know, couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> Anything like pickles. I was, I was wondering, was this all intentional? <laughs> I think he was just making hooch. Okay, I got to go dump this crap out. I'll be right back. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Through him. Remember to leave the uh, mic uh, live. <laughs> There's a toilet paper shortage, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be a clean shot. <laughs> So did anybody else get desperate for toilet paper there for a while? We actually still have a bunch extra because a lot of places were out. So we, we got some extra and we're trying to hand it out to our neighbors to meet our neighbors. And our neighbors came and said hi, but nobody would take any toilet paper from us. They didn't come in for a close hug and a kiss on the mouth? No, no. Um, and so since no one would take the toilet paper from us, we went for the, the power move and just TP'd all their houses. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what needs to happen. Yeah. That's like the equivalent of burning money these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My father-in-law was telling me about his neighbor was bragging about. She's like, "Yeah, I got like 11 packages at home." And I'm like, "You don't say that out loud." <laughs> that's how you get robbed. <laughs> I got Clorox wipes in my van, but I don't. But I keep them hidden. It's like coming out as a booze bearer during the prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was touch and go there for a minute. I was having to get on the kids, stand outside the door, bang on it, and be like three squares, three. <laughs> I did see it. It looks like finally the Amazon bidets are no longer back ordered because I was Oof. I was looking at those for a little while. I was hoping that this would be the year that this is, I can finally talk my wife into getting a bidet. She still won't go for it. She just won't take that hint, huh? <laughs> my wife said that I can go ahead and install one as long as I understand I'm the only one who's going to use it. <laughs> Look, it's not gay if it's a bidet. That's, that's my <laughs> motto. I'm pretty sure that's on the package. <laughs> that's, an, that's an oddly specific motto. <laughs> How many of your mottos start with it's not gay if? (laughs) (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) There's a whole subreddit about that, like accidentally gay or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel like uh, admitting to what subreddits you know about or that you follow is kind of like mm. admitting to what kind of porn you like. It's just... It's like, oh, God, I know something about you I didn't want to know. At first, it's exciting, and then it's just shame. (laughs) 
And Buzz Shaman's exciting. Buzz exciting. Let's separate it for that, too. Then it crosses back over. What's that? Rule 32 or something? Rule 34? Yeah, from um, XKCD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, it, if it exists, there's porn for it. Which is weird because there's a freight forwarding niche that I found on the hub the other day. <laughs> well done. Were <laughs> well they wearing that, ties? That was specific. <laughs> I feel like I need to loudly and visibly leave this meeting. <laughs> What's that, honey? I'll be right there. <laughs> Just clearing customs. Got some bookings. Oh, what are they doing to that guy from DHL? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh man, that never gets old. So, what are you up to, James? Are you did you unbury yourself from your boxes of board games in your garage? No, it's been too cold. I'm hoping to get out there soon. And actually, and like for what? Like finally, this is the year. I've been saying for the last three years. You get that goddamn garage cleaned out, turn the back into an office. It's going to happen. I have all the time in the world right now. <laughs> Not a great time to be uh, looking for work, I'm finding. No. Um, it all came crashing down for me. Same, all like, like, same weekend. Like, everything was looking fine until this weekend. And it was like, nope, we're not hiring right now. Damn, you guys. I bet we could brainstorm something for James to do with all his free time, huh, Brian? Well... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a huge uptick in in the need to to go out, but still stay isolated. And so, you know, I, I think that there's already uh, there's already products on on the edge of that market for being in public and private. And so, um, you know, I think if you take that as kind of a starting place, I'm speaking specifically of porta potties. That uh, you know, there's there's kind of a uh, um, you know MTV pimp my ride for for porta potties and really make them truly portable. That's what I've been thinking about this week is I think there's money to be made there. A motorized porta potty. I think you're onto something there. Multi-purpose. So let's take, we take James's van. We mm-hmm. retrofit that in like a timeshare type porta potty. Mm-hmm. You following? Yeah. I mean, I mean the first thing, the first thing we have to do with James's van is write free candy on the side. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a given. Look, that's yeah. already done. Oh, okay, good. So Way as long as that's guys. covered, then then continue. <laughs> so this isn't a a portable potty like I get to own my own portable potty. This is a portable this is like a, a potty as a service. Well, I mean, listen, I, I'm not gonna tell you what you can and can't do in your own <laughs> porta potty. That's that's up to you. If you want to use it in that I'm, way, that's that's fine. I don't really want to hear about it, but I just wonder what the demographic is here. Well, that's, let's that's not leave money on the table either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we got James's van. We slice it into what, like 10, 12 Porta Johns? That's a lot of square footage there. Like, we're talking Japanese businessmen, we're talking mm-hmm. European space conscious people. And, uh, you know, while we're at it, where are we driving them around? Are we dropping them off? We go, in, well, we go where the market do- is, I guess, right? Why don't we take a, a cost-saving measure and go out and find used porta potties, and you know, slap a four-wheel dolly on the bottom of those things, and then you can start rolling that thing around. Okay, I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, you can, we can put in a little shelf, um, maybe with a, a cushion and have, have kind of a little sit down nap. Um, maybe we get one of those oversized ones. You could even put a, a lazy boy in it, get some reclining action in. Um, what if, what if we figure out this conversion process and then sell that, that conversion to people? Look, you're, look, this Mr. Oh what, yeah. Mr. Businessman's out about needs mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom. Doesn't want to use a public bathroom. You've already got one installed in your car. Right. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, with, with the car windows there, you don't even have to stop your business meeting. See? Um, so there's none of that awkwardness of everyone just kind of sitting around the table in, of course, their own uh, patented gentleman portable um, stations. Uh, no one is, is sitting there awkwardly trying to make conversation that, that it's okay for the person to have missed because they're out in the bathroom. You just, you don't even have to interrupt anything. You don't even have to tell them. Okay. And then, so I picture like a, uh, a ride sharing type situation. You know, you get on your app, you dial up, you know, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a seat right quick. We're talking two, three minutes tops here. We're crowning. Okay. So for our gold customers, we get the rush order. It's, it's called We're prairie dog. Stoplights, <laughs> ignoring stoplights, ignoring turn, you know, all traffic signals blowing through school. And we're just there to serve, you know, our cold gold customers get what they need. And then we show up, the guy's sweaty. We obviously know who it is. Mm-hmm. We need some mm-hmm. sort of like sandwich board for them to wear to make it easy for us to find them in a crowd. And, you know, a little bit of advertising on the side. So you're, you're wanting to kind of start this with the portable <laughs> isolation um, during this uh social distancing thing that we're doing now, but then we can kind of branch out as, as we start being out in public more, you're in a pinch as they say, and you need a John right now. So you're basically driving around a truck with um, porta potties right there on the, on the back of the thing. Rideshare style. It's like you're reading my mind right there. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see this and you can get maybe special permit. I'm, I'm thinking, say, you know, you're you're touring a new city that you're not used to. Say you're in downtown Chicago. You're you're there at the um, that cloud gate, the bean thing, and you're looking up at this thing. You're seeing the sky spread all around you, and suddenly you realize it's it's too late. You got the Tommy Rumbles. You know what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and and so you you quick like a bunny, pull out your phone and punch it in as fast as you can. Somebody uh, because you know our our drivers will have had these special permits can actually drive straight up to the bean itself and park right next to it. And you can go in, do the needful and step right back out and enjoy your touring. You know, from an actual aerial perspective, actually it could be uh, quite lucrative to run uh, some, some modeling on this to, you know, just to have uh, your geographical distribution kind of figured out. I think you could probably find some significant uh, optimizations. Yeah. Yeah. When people are allowed to congregate, where, where do they congregate where you find a high percentage of people who don't know where the nearest John is or the nearest James or, or (laughs) Marshall, I'm not being picky. So what, what would be the name for this thing we're putting together here? I like the prairie dog idea. You know, it's got a, Mm -hmm. it's got an understated, sophistication 
You got you got but a built-in mascot. But I think you got to, you know, everybody's, uh, all of the startups now are, are doing funny things with spelling. They're dropping their vowels or they're adding in. So I'm thinking, what about like a double G and a Z on the end? Okay. Like prairie dogs. I got dogs. It. Yeah. Two G's and a Z. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> is there some sort of like ligature that we could get those letters like really scrunched up together well, typographically all you really need is the first part you know statistics show you only read the first three letters of a word to recognize it so pra is about all you need mm, yeah i kind of like the idea of the pinch hitter you know Ooh, uh, yeah. you're in a bind you, you got something going on let's say you're in a meeting you got the you got nature calling you need someone mm-hmm. to pop in and take over on that conference call for you. That's mm-hmm. us. You get on the app, you dial up John, he'll pop in, he'll freestyle some stuff for five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Priced accordingly, of course, you know, we're talking fractions of a second here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we pop in, we pinch hit for you. I think that thinking, can work in a lot of situations, really. I'm thinking a lot of people have, uh, have stage fright. And so you get some white noise machines, um, maybe some vertically mounted LCD panels in, on the oh, interior yeah. where you can, you know, display. So it can really be a relaxing, like an, an experience. It, it's a vacation on a vacation or um, really just a time to go and, and refresh um, as, as you take care of business. Yeah. I think the accessories market here is uh, in merchandising, right? And those can yeah. all be, you know, in-app purchases sort of thing. So we offer a base service at a at a discounted rate, you know, almost as a loss leader, maybe not necessarily a loss leader because we still want to make money. But then we we can have these additional um, luxury upsells on it. I was thinking that the channel partnerships, like you work with a, any of the rideshare companies, oh, yeah. you just add this on to to any car, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like Uber for pooping. Ooh, you know, you know, there's there's a name for you right there. You got. The P, the U with the umlaut, the PR, and you've got pooper. I think that's magic right there. Yeah. Now, speaking of channel partners, I see a lot of FedEx trucks and UPS trucks in my neighborhood. (laughs) There you go. And I'm wondering to myself, what can Brown do for me? So yeah. do you think do you think that those FedEx and UPS trucks would provide the service or would need the service? I'm just saying, like we play we play our cards right, we get to sell the service, and they'll be paying to use the service. You know, I think we ship a inbox franchise, you know, straight there while it's on the truck. People can pop in and use it, mm-hmm. and then you're already making money. It's better than turnkey. It's turn handle flush you're flush with cash as they say well and and i mean we've already mentioned it but we need to, to tie it in here uh but one of the the main upsells that we can really push people towards is the bidet um, <laughs> because it's it's going to get rid of the the cost on us of toilet paper i mean we can of course we are charging per sheet um but ha, see what i did there uh if we don't have to provide the toilet paper, um, then that uh, consumables cost has gone down. 
I don't have a, I don't have a whole lot to contribute, but in a, but for a ten percent share in the company, I do have ten acres to, uh, you know, dump the waste. I was thinking of just burning it on the city limits. Yeah. <laughs> I think Marshall has some firsthand experience burning feces in a uh, confined space. Don't we all? Have I mentioned the nine o'clock watershed to you guys? No, that's a new one. So. In, in England, they don't do TV right in that they will have shows run over the Actually, hour. I'm going to correct you right there. In, in England, amongst the things they don't do right is TV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, also driving on the correct side of the road. <laughs> or um, using, money. yeah, and All using money. real money. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so they they will have a television show that will go from like eight thirty seven to nine fifteen, right? And um, so it's just weird. But they have this thing called the nine o'clock watershed, which is that at nine o'clock they don't have to censor anymore. And so oh, they have that in France too. Yeah, and so they they will have a show where mid sentence they'll stop bleeping. Oh, nice. It is really jarring the first couple of times you see it. That explains my shirt that I picked up when I was in London that says it's nine o'clock somewhere and it has a picture of a television set. <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. I had the shirt all these years and I never understood. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I remember uh, I was up in uh, Canada for a wedding and uh, I was way over. I'm sorry. The, you know, Much like Wyoming, Canada doesn't exist. And, uh, I was up late because of the time zone difference. I had flown in late. I'm sitting there watching TV and it hits 10 o'clock and all of the TV stations start showing porn. Not just like, you know, HBO porn. Full-on hardcore porn. I'm like, Yeah, probably French porn. It's a different culture. Different, yeah. We've never thought that about Canada. Talking to my friends, they're like, yeah, you gotta be careful of that. I'm like, no, I'm excited. This is great. (laughs) <laughs> free porn so do we have any other ideas for the, the Mr. Pooper app you can have an executive tier where you, you've actually got a guy waiting outside the door for you to finish up who's got a little hand towel um, and a fake British accent see now that's classy mm-hmm. You know, and he's discreet he doesn't go telling everybody what you were doing in there no, no it's, it's a um, you know it's a classy gentlemanly establishment um and then uh let's see you know we can we can do some partnerships with uh maybe some newspapers um have those available well like the the fish and chip stands in uh in the uk they'll use newsprint as a wrapping for their for their wares mm-hmm. uh, what if we have a fish and chip stand out there and then you know when you're finished with lunch hang on to that paper so you're gonna need it and pop on that app. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> then we, uh, you know, we've got kind of the, a built in recurring customer base. You know, you, you empty those bowels and we help you start filling them right back up. And I wouldn't call that, uh, you know, poaching. What's that uh, legal term? Entrapment. Entrapment right. would be, uh, that would be something untoward, like allowing someone to use your bathroom and then making them pay to leave the bathroom. Which right. you know, our cast in Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> mm, yep. 
was a different guy's entrapment. We're not, and we're not preventing anyone from um, just going anywhere outdoors. We're reminding them that that breaks public indecency laws, um, but we're not stopping them. We have oh. warnings. Look, if you poop anywhere but in here, you're breaking the law. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we could write that right into the EULA and people wouldn't notice, you know, like <laughs> by accepting the user license agreement, you are contractually bound to use our services in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't want to take you to court. It's just my hands are tied by the shareholders really at that point. Well, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe we have a clause in there that, you know, you're welcome to go somewhere else, but we will charge you double what, what it would have cost you to go to poop with us. How about this? So instead of a uh, instead of uh, manipulating people into you know being you know bound to use our service, we well, can... manipulating is a tough word. Let's say tricking people, tricking, tricking, <laughs> um, convincing people, uh, uh, encouraging them with encouraging them that we can offer a different service. Look, you can either use our service, poop in our in our pooper, or you could go out there on your own and risk it. We offer also a lawyer service that if you do get in trouble, we'll defend you. Like we get them coming and going. I like that a lot. Do we, yeah. do we have a hot name for that? It's got to be something catchy. I guess we could leave that for the focus groups. <laughs> what's what's that? Uh, the name of the lawyer in The Godfather, the consigliere? So, oh, yeah. um, I think it was Bob Blah Blah. Bob Blah Blah. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, is there is there a way that we can do something like uh, consigliere, but with like defecation, like a defecatiary or something? Okay. Like work the the John Law. The ooh, I got it. It's the defecatory defender. There's a tiny house movement, and uh, a lot of these hipster types that don't want to work, God bless them. They, uh, they can't afford a big luxurious house or a, you know, a, a custom van like some of them. Mm-hmm. So let's custom say electric van. Just let's say <laughs> I don't want to flex too much, but just want to hashtag no flex. <laughs> hashtag no flex. Don't work out the way they should. So <laughs> we take some of these, uh, Porta Johns by wholesale. We retrofit them. We do a partnership with Ikea or uh, Sears and Roebuck or whatever. Distress <laughs> Sears and Roebuck's doing so well. <laughs> well, we want to go with Sears and Roebuck so we don't offend John by picking something foreign. <laughs> you know, JCPenney or uh, you know, whoever. And uh, we sell these these former Porta Johns as uh, tiny houses. Yeah, so that's, I think that's, that's where we start. Because... Um, Right, right there, uh, you've got the ability then to move these uh, porta johns around, and so you can actually, you know, people are are getting all stir crazy right now with the lockdown, so they can actually get out. We make it big, and then then we do the uh, Apple computers, Apple records deal, and we say, hey, we know that our name sounds a lot like yours, but now we're actually bigger than you. So you get to license your name, which you had before us, from us. That's, that's the way that works. Mm-hmm. That's a power move. <laughs> now, people don't like to be tied down. So let's say we work a deal with... Uh, Some people don't. Some people don't. Yeah, speak for yourself, dude. 
<laughs> we work a deal. We put, we take our mobile portageon and we make it a, a personal conveyance. Like we work a deal with Segway. We work a deal with Tesla. We have our high end electric portageon. And should should we change that name, John? I don't want to step on your toes or portageon. Um, technically, I have a serial number that I personally identify with, so my name is really just an alias. So we get we have our motor, mobile portageons. You know, you show up to your festival event, your NASCAR, your whatever large group. Diwali. Once this all blows over, of course. And uh, you got your you got your portable personal conveyance. You're sleeping in there. You're eating in there. You're cooking dinner for the family in your Portageon. What happens when someone steals your parking spot? I picture Portageon jousting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So we, we take yeah, the best like part of medieval times. We have two mm-hmm. port johns We attach some length of uh, PVC pipe or something. They're going like a bat out of hell at each other and just, just jamming. And, uh, last I mean, we're in the 21st century. Why are we going with just plain pipe? We, we can electrify that and go with the cattle prod. I like that. And, uh, you know, why stop there? Maybe we, uh, we do like a robot wars type thing where you can Mad Max these things out. Uh, you know, hook a, mm-hmm. a chainsaw on the end of that electrified cattle prod, some sort of a guillotine type thing that when you stop fast, uh, it swings out, chops whatever's in front of you. Well, I already know what I'm naming mine. Ash versus the Evil Dead, or maybe just the Evil Dead with the chainsaw. I call Honey Bucket. <laughs> We're really doing this right. I'm expecting business plan powerpoints. I we just got to run this all through legal and then. Uh, <laughs> get some sort of financial backers. So I think Yeah, I mean we there. we may need to do a cost benefit analysis, but I don't think I mean I think that's just a formality. All right. Well I'll package this all up and we'll get it over to legal and we'll see what happens. All right. Cool. Well yeah it was fun talking to you guys again. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah cheers. James you're famous now, at least in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll listen after ten. <laughs> I pictured your uncle like telling you to prime it, like start siphoning some out or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all used that punchline a time or two. <laughs> And that's our ad break. This where we have to not do. You know, what doesn't suck is simply safe. <laughs> I'm serious about home security. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, <man>. oh. <laughs> oh, dude. sellouts! You're all sellouts. <laughs> oh. oh, not really a sellout if you make money for it, right? <laughs> I think that's how it works. <laughs>